tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! This is like putting me in the mood, guys. This song. Is this, is this, does this get to you? This like, is the sexy song. This is a sexy song. Mm. Do you hear that? It just makes me want to dance. Mm. It does. Like, it just, I just want to do the shoulder roll all the oh, time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I want cowboy boots on, and I want to go dance sexy in a pumpkin patch. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, you guys. We are here doing the after show for, obviously, Scream Queens, everybody's favorite show. Don't stop it. Don't stop the music. Yes, thank you. We are, this is episode five, Pumpkin Patch. And, oh my gosh, this week's episode was one of my favorites, I think, so far. Minus the fact that our favorite characters were not in it very much. Mm. I was going to say, yeah, I missed some Nick Jonas this week. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean... Well, we'll get into it, but hi, I'm Keaton, I am your host today, you guys can follow me on social media at Keaton Markey on Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. And I'm Stephanie Wanger, and you can find me on Twitter and all social media at Stephanie Wanger. Hi guys, I'm Jamie Elias, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jamie S. Elias. We love it, we love it, we love it. Well, let's dub, I, there's a ton of you here watching right now, so thank you guys for watching and tuning in. Um, that, let's just dive right into it because I love how all these, uh, episodes, like at the beginning, there's, they literally just like boom, like, and it's this funny little kind of montage thing. And this <laughs> week we start with, uh, Chanel number one planning her, uh, pumpkin patch kind of charity event party. I like that you called it charity. <laughs> I mean, that's what we do philanthropy and sororities. Uh, I mean, I Harry Black Tongue. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, how are the people with Harry Black Tongues going to survive? Right? I mean, oh yes, charity. I like it. It's just hilarious to me. I mean, that whole opening sequence is so funny, and she is so over the top. Emma Roberts does such a great job at that over the top character. One of my favorites was when the planner was like, um, yes, the statues will be peeing vodka and Red Bull, and she's like, thank you. Like, I love it. It's so hilarious. And it's, like, the, the random things that, like, just come out, like, you, you'll miss them. Like, you, you almost miss all, like, the little jokes and the things that they write in, because these characters are just so outrageous. And I loved, uh, loved the party planner, loved that he built a little, uh, could I, what is that called? Like, like a, a model? Like yeah. a mini model of it? That's great. Of what the party's going to look like. And instead of having the maze Chanel wanted, he had a corn maze, which I love corn mazes. I don't know about you guys, but I think that's a f- perfect way to celebrate the fall and Halloween. I was going <laughs> to say, I grew up in California, and at least where I grew up, we didn't have a corn maze. Like, I know them from TV, but... Girl, you got to get out. They are fun. I, yeah, I, <laughs> I now really want to go to a corn maze, but that's a side note. <laughs> I know. I doubt that they, like paid homage to The Shining, though. There were, yeah. like, so many references to other movies in this specific episode that I was super into it, and I really liked the whole and I want snow falling, and I want to be the exact same maze. <laughs> I thought it was great. And he's like, um, I don't know if we have the money for that. Money is not an option. I've told you this a thousand times. <laughs> so good. Yes, it, it was absolutely great. And then we we very quickly kind of realized that uh, Chanel number no. 5, Abigail Breslin, is mm-hmm. not, not sealing Chanel number no. 1. No, um, no. It, 
Oh, I was like, I was like, somebody's coming in our room. <laughs> if he would have been in the Red Devil costume, I would have freaked out. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we've kind of discovered this when Chanel is going through what each of them are going to be wearing, and uh, they are all are going to be the first ladies of presidents who have been assassinated. <laughs> Which is so hilarious. Yeah, I mean, what a random way to go, but oh I kind gosh. of love it, and I love that that's what like started. I mean, obviously they had some issues before, yeah. but like in the episode, that's what like that's what made it come to a head was that they hate each other over who's going to be I think it was Jacqueline Kennedy well I mean it makes sense to me that Chanel number one would be Jacqueline Kennedy like that makes sense but it's like (laughs) you're so Mary Todd Lincoln like it's kind of like when you're with your friends and you're like you're so a Miranda and like you're like don't you dare call me a Miranda I am I am at least a Carrie like come on like it it felt very much like the sex in the city argument I was just thinking the same exact thing it's like amongst your friends who we always talk about who's the duff if you've seen that movie that over the summer of like who's but you talk amongst your friends about who is the duff of your friend group we all we all oh my god no all of us think we are the duff so that so we're like oh who's the duff and we'll we'll argue about it oh my god I don't know if I'd ever call any of my friends or like oh I've never called anyone else just to clarify okay no don't do that (laughs) nobody's everybody is beautiful nobody's the duff Um, we we went there with the duff yeah I think I think well I think that's what Abigail was like why do I have to be Mary Todd yeah that's what it made me think of though was that this this like she felt like uh that Chanel was calling her the Duff. They had some really cool costumes. I was like really hoping I'd get to see them in those period costumes that were like on those mannequins as Chanel was going around her room. Um, and then when it all blew up, I was like, dang it. Didn't we see um, Chanel number five in her costume when she was in the maze? Yeah, well, um, not in not in when she was in the maze. We saw Chanel number five in in the Jackie O costume. But remember when she was saying she said, "No, I'm Jackie Robinson." I'm gonna show them the video of you rubbing one out to Dora the Explorer, and then she changed and went into the maze, right? Yeah, but I think she yeah. just changed into her regular outfit. Oh, got it. I don't think she changed into because like she always has kind of like the word written on her, and then she has a fur coat. Got it. Got it. Yeah. We digress about the clothing. Which, I, you know what? I, I need to find out who does the costumes for this show because I think they do a great job. Every week, I think I'm just so, like, my senses are overwhelmed with what all the Chanel's are wearing. It's so over the top, but yet it's so chic and kind of current and, like, almost, like, right off the runway, but you're like, I would never wear that, but I love it. Like, I feel like all of the, like, all of them, what they wear, that's what I feel about it their It goes costume. with each of the characters because it's, like, kind of this extreme version of, mm-hmm. like, it's like, oh, that's cool and trendy, but they took it to a level I probably wouldn't. Like, yeah. <laughs> so while we see Chanel number five going a little cray, uh, Chanel number six, we start to see... Like, I always knew there was something up with her. And now we see it even more that uh, Leah Michelle wants to take Chanel down. Or Chanel number six wants to take Chanel down. She's a switch hitter. She is. <laughs> she For is. And she's, like, evil. Oh, my God. I know. When they said switch hitter, I was like... <laughs> like, they did that. That was awesome. Was, uh, yeah. I mean, it, so now you're seeing that she's a lot smarter than we thought she was. Now she's trying to get the candle blogger on her side. Um, which, are those candles really that expensive? I didn't check, but yeah. I believe it. If they made it a reference in the show, for sure. I, I was like, okay, oh. does the candle vlogger freak anybody out? 
more she freaks me out the most out of everybody i'm like really for some reason (laughs) in the first episode i really enjoyed her i thought she was like quirky and weird and i was like it really fit for me and then in this episode i got the same vibe as you like really kind of over the top creepy i was into it Ooh, we have a question for stephanie yes uh pretty little liars or scream queens Ooh, it's hard because I've been watching Pretty Little Liars for years. You're so invested in that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a hard question. It's a hard question. So I like feel like right now I would probably lean towards Pretty Little Liars, and I know I'm saying that on a Scream Queens panel, but it's also just I need to like fall in love with some of the characters more. It's just we're in episode five of this, and obviously Pretty Little Liars there in seasons. Well, and and like she like Pretty Little Liars like went. Like, it took me a little while to get right. into Pretty it, Little Liars. You'd, I was not in love with it on episode five. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. And it's not that I really enjoy this show. I just need to, like, kind of get some of the backstory and all that. I'm excited for what's to come. <coughs> yeah, for sure. um, thank you, um, Suzanne Capps, yeah, for great. letting us know about... Oh, well, that was... Um, uh, I, guess, I think it's Jorge Jimenez had that question. But Susan Cap. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Don't die, Keith. Don't <laughs> die over there. Um, I have a tickle in my throat, but Hester is Miss McKinley, a homage to Glee McKinley High. Oh. <coughs> oh, very cool. I love I, Glee Honestly, like that. I, I mean, I did the Glee panel as well, and <coughs> I didn't even pick up on that, so go you. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Commoner. Thanks, Suzanne. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, really cool. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. I've had a cough all weekend. Are you doing and this all right? This is my third show tonight, so <clears throat> I'm okay, and I forgot to bring my water in. But anyways... Back to the episode, guys. Um, holy crap. So uh, we see that Dean Minch wants to shut down campus on Halloween, which is going to put a complete kibosh to Chanel's pumpkin patch charity event. And we see, I just love how when like these huge big events happen, like they have a meeting in a sorority house with like just two sorority, just, sorority uh, one fraternity and one for one sorority. And then like this random teacher who happens to be one of these girls' dad. And then this, like this random alum from the ones. It's just, it's perfect. It's so like crazy over the top. And like, as you like this, we finally got, well, we, the only bit of Chad we got all episode, which was kind of, yeah. Sad. Wasn't like, enough. It was not enough Chad. We need more Chad. More Chad. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But Dean Munch, I love also how like dramatic she is about things. She's like, no, it's not happening. Nope, that's not happening. And then he comes up with this speech that's just like the epitome of trying so hard. And then in, yeah, I thought it was hilarious. I thought that speech it was so funny. felt like such a frat boy speech. Like, oh, yeah. Like, bloodiest night of the year. You're yeah, going to take like, that away from us. Yeah, it reminded me of the movie Neighbors where they're like, it just yeah. felt like that to me in some capacity, which was really funny. Oh, and he does such a great job with it. Um, <laughs> How he just looks... Oh, and by the way, shout out to Claude Field for bouncing back from losing both of your arms. Fantastic. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's fantastic. She's alive. Oh, I know. And then in the middle of Chad's speech, he's like, Hester, nice boobs. <laughs> I laughed out loud at that part. I was like, what? That is so And she's like... She's like, oh, really? And like, looking down, that was so funny. Yeah. Oh, my I, I have to do... I do want to give a shout-out, though, to to Glenn Powell, who plays Chad Radwell, because he, he does watch the show, and he gave us a shout-out. So, Glenn, we love what you're doing. We need more Chad, and we want some more um, romance with you and your and your lover, Boone. Yeah, come back, yes. Boone, and yay, Glenn! Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Oh, so cool. Oh, wait. I think I have to do a live read, guys. 
Can we talk about Crazy Ex-Girlfriend real quick? <laughs> I love how this is all getting thrown at me right now. Um, you guys, Have you guys seen the promos for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend now since Amazing. we talked about and it? Amazing. And the first episode has aired, which is Did you aw- watch it? Which is awesome. Yeah, it was great. And I, I, I haven't had a chance to watch it because it just aired. It aired like two but, days ago, right? Yeah, two days ago. Anyways, make sure you check out Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. It's musical. It's funny. Such a fun show. I think it's like super charming mm-hmm. and just and she's um super talented the lead in it um and i'm totally gonna miss her name. rachel bloom yes rachel bloom was amazing so, it was like a youtube star she's an internet sensation and yeah then she got this. and it's just i think they heavily promoted it and everyone i know who watched it is just so excited about it mm-hmm. and it reminds me in some ways of Glee, but with a whole different, like, twist. It's kind of a different age group, yeah. I feel like, because it's, like, it's kind of, like, the mid-20s, yeah. midlife, but or quarter-life crisis. But if you love musicals, which I know, like, a lot of Ryan Murphy fans obviously do, it's something that you will absolutely love. So, the series premiere was this past Monday, October 12th, um, and you can catch it on um, all new episodes Monday at 8, 7 Central on The CW. Yeah. So, can we talk more about Chad and Boone now? Hey, we can segue <laughs> that with crazy girlfriends. Crazy girlfriends. Chad has like 80 people he slept with on the show. So, um, they're kind of girlfriends, right? I literally saw a tweet, and I wish I have had it pulled up right now. And they were like, I think I'm the only girl, and this was an entertainment reporter, I'm the only girl that Chad has not slept with. <laughs> so good. Oh my gosh, like, I that's love it. Amazing. That is that's amazing. Really funny. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll get Chad. I know Glenn did say, um, when I talked to him, he said any tidbits he can give us, he would love to be able to call in. Maybe call in on a day when he's on set, because he's like, most of the time they do night shoots. So um, he said uh, he would be up uh, if, we, if we wanted him to call in one day. So uh, we're going to try that. to work that out in the next couple weeks. Um, and hopefully we'll have Glenn Powell skyping in or calling in and maybe getting some little cameos over the phone if he's on set. Yeah, that would be super exciting. Awesome. So we see this great speech from him. Campus gets shut down regardless. And um, Chanel's really, really upset and says, um, I'm going to send an email. This is awesome. <laughs> she sends an email. <laughs> <laughs> to everyone saying we're just going to start the party at 1201 because I'm Chanel and I do what I want basically like yeah, you're like oh yeah late. I'm sure the killer won't be after you at 1201 don't worry about it yeah <laughs> after after midnight you're fine yeah. I mean I that's when you go out anyway right you have to wait till after midnight to actually go out right. so yeah. um but so we see we see Chanel say we're I'm going to do this anyway who cares but Chanel number six, or Hester, sorry, I'll start saying Hester. She wants to use this against uh, Chanel to dethrone her and get Zayday to actually win, even though Zayday is still missing at this point. Nobody cares. Yeah. Which is just part of the hilarity of the show, because nobody really cares. It's so funny. Did you think, though, Hester had it in her to come up with this whole plan to overthrow Chanel? I know. Yeah, that's. I thought that was kind of crazy. I was like, oh, she really is like kind of diabolical in all of this. Yeah, I know. It's like obviously we're saying don't take it super seriously, but that was like one of those turns where I was like, oh, I kind of expected her to just like follow Chanel blindly, and she absolutely like no. has her own brain. I think there's so many layers to Hester. I yeah. feel like like even more, and I like the more I get to know Hester, the more I'm like, 
are you involved with the killings? Like, because she's like maybe the inside man, and she, I, I don't know. And I feel yeah. like maybe her and Boone have history. I don't know. Leah Michelle, no matter what show she's on, just plays such a like a d- demanding character. Like she's mm. become my favorite in the last couple episodes because she's Leah Michelle, and like her yeah. character is really hilarious. And, and I think when we were uh, doing our show a few weeks ago, I said that I didn't love that they got rid of her um, yeah. like neck, yeah, we all- brace and all of that. And I feel like for some reason it's kind of lit up her character in a lot of ways and I actually appreciate her more now than I did when she she hasn't yeah Yeah. she still has a little bit of Rachel Berry in her it's gonna be hard for me to to, because I loved Glee so much to not see her as Rachel Berry but I think so the more that that she leans on the crazy side the more I'm like okay see I didn't watch Glee I think that's what it is for me is I never watched Glee I just knew about her character maybe I saw an episode here or there and knew she was like very like kind of like a diva on the show she's just very high strung and mm-hmm. I feel like so is Hester. Hester is very like, this needs to happen, like this, like this, like this, and I'm going to get you to do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be perfect. Absolutely perfect. So we do a Zayday rescue party. Yeah. Um, but before we get to the Zayday rescue party, um, we know Grace wants to go get her dad for help. Yeah. And <laughs> does it, wait, does Chanel go to jail before that happens? Um, I think Chanel goes to jail after that happens. I can't remember the exact... Let's see. Um, I think she goes before. Oh, she goes before? Yeah. Okay, we can talk about Chanel getting thrown in the slammer. It was literally like an episode of Orange is the New Black for like two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and then I loved her glamorous walk out of jail. But we- Oh my gosh, yes! I That was like my favorite part of the whole episode besides Chad's speech was yeah. just yeah. that awesome like... Like, it was like I've been in jail and I feel like most people would be kind of... I don't know, upset or like down on themselves after being in jail, being thrown in jail. And she walks out like nothing has happened. And I was just like, this is amazing and only something Emma Roberts could pull off. Well, and even before she went into jail, yeah. when she was in the classroom, we got, we got some more Chanelisms that were like, yeah. what? <laughs> this is my Asian. What? <laughs> so things you cannot say, but she says. <laughs> Funny. I don't know when she's in jail. I, the whole scene made me think like, did they do that just so they could have a promo that looked like Orange is the New Black? Or did they do that like setting something up like maybe she'll end up back there at the end? Well, um, because it was so short. It was like seriously maybe 15 seconds long. That whole interaction yeah. of her in jail. So I'm like, ah. I do wonder, we kind of got the a taste of the like inmates and I wonder if she will like somehow get them out with like her powerful father this is where my head went and then like be able to utilize them in some capacity like have control I hope we see them I hope we see that comes back and that Robert Durst comment was hilarious and so clever I was like the jinx phenomenal (laughs) so good I just really loved because I feel like I mean who doesn't you guys, if you don't watch Orange is the New Black, but who doesn't yeah. watch Orange is the New Black? It's kind of like a staple in pop culture right now. And so I like, and I'm sure a lot of the actors watch it, so I'm sure it was really funny to like, like literally each of those characters too that she was talking to at Laverne. the table were literally yeah. like like characters from Orange is the New Black. Totally. Um, so I really appreciated that, even though yeah. it was just a split second. And I don't know if we're going to go back there. I don't know either. I can't imagine I that- Chanel like letting people like do that to her again. No, and I think also they might have just done it just for that one promo where they showed her in jail with yeah. three people that look like they're from Orange is the New Black. Like, that's something that co- totally could have happened I don't think she'll go back. I do wonder if they'll get out and have some interaction with her out in the real world. But maybe that wouldn't be as funny because it wouldn't play so well as to Orange is the New Black. Who knows, though? Who knows? But she comes out of jail. But even while she was in jail, I loved that we saw... Um, 
Chanel number three. Mm-hmm. Chanel number take three. Over. Earmuffs take over and be so like behind her girl. I was like, she's like, I am in charge now. You will not do that. Like, and I loved it because it was like, I like that we're seeing more of her character um, because I don't, I don't think we saw very much of her kind of leading up. She's not like the most prominent Chanel. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I feel like she's like the Britney. Like, you know, oh, and yeah. like she reminds me of like the Britney and I like, and she, yeah. I love her. I love her. I love her. And I love her even more than I know that she's Princess Leia's daughter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yay, Star Wars. So, uh, Zayday Rescue Party. Yes. We're, we're trying to, to ban Zayday Rescue's party together. And, uh, but the most awkward thing happens. Uh, I mean, I feel like that was like, from the pilot, as soon as her dad was like, I'm going to be on campus, you knew she was going to encounter him, and you see him with Gigi, and you're like, hmm, I wonder if, it, like, it just felt like an opportunity to have her walk in on exactly what happened. Like Exactly. Yeah, it was like, oh, you're walking in on your dad, getting intimate. That's so awkward. <laughs> Super awkward, especially if it's somebody like Gigi. Yeah. Who is just, I, I love Gigi more and more every episode, um, and I'm so glad She's with Oliver Hudson in it. It's just who plays Grace's dad. Um, but they all decide to go to fi- save Z- the day, save Zay Day. They somehow Gigi like is like the super detective, which like I I'm like coming. I all of, all of us have seen the episode, but like at the end of the episode, I wish I would have figured this out because she has like this exact plan of how to get the exact location of where the Red Devil hideout is. So it's like that was all planned. Obviously, I feel like from the last episode we found out she was the hag of uh, whatever lane that was. I can't think of it right now. It's on here somewhere. Um, anyways, the hag of Shady Lane. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's kind of like from then on I knew she was like involved somehow. And like it was kind of obvious that yes, she was the person that was holding the baby in the bathtub. So when the end happened and when he she tased him and then we didn't see that fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just made sense to me. I was just like, uh, well, yeah, like yeah. that. I don't know. No, it, yeah, I would say she definitely seems to be, like, inner circle, obviously, and I agree, there was definitely writing on the wall for that. Oh, well, I know, as soon as, like, I was like, why are you leaving her alone in the room <laughs> with the taste red devil without looking at, I was just, I was so, I was, like, yelling at the TV. Like, yeah. Why? No! It, it, like, literally, like, felt like when you're yelling at the horror movies, like, yeah. don't go in the barn with the chainsaws! <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. So good. I feel like I do that this show the whole time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> totally exactly. Agree. Oh, and when we get totally. to the maze with the with the two twins, we'll we'll get there. Um, Roger and Dodger. Oh my uh-huh. god. I, <laughs> I met them I at the Teen Choice Awards and I did not know that they were on Scream Queens at the time and I'm interviewing yeah. them and they're like, Oh yeah, we're on the new show Scream Queens. It's like what? Yeah. So but funny. who like who knew like one of them was gonna get killed this quickly and now yeah. we just I, who got killed? Roger or Dodger? Dodger did. Dodger. Dodger, Dodger. got disemboweled. That was gross. That was really gross. That was like probably the grossest like death thus far. And that's the hardest part of this show for me is like the gross deaths. Like I know it it's meant you have to have it. It's that type of show. But I'm always like, Can I look away? No, I need to know what happened. Like, I do you guys like, watch American Horror Story? <laughs> I do. Do yeah. you okay, I don't know. This show is so like vanilla to me compared to that because I'm sure. like It is very vanilla compared. Yeah, I can't yeah. I cannot do American Horror Story. It's too realistic. I and have I'm, like, to watch no. it with other people. I can't watch it like alone. And it's a whole nother. Short, oh my <laughs> I can't go to sleep if I watch American Horror Story. Yeah. So, well, when I've, I've also started realizing I need to watch Scream Queens during 
the day yeah. because I do get a, like a little worked up sometimes. Like yeah. the just the whole Red Devil thing and him just like they have so many shots of like the camera moving and then all of a sudden he's just there and I poppy out things. No, poppy out things. <laughs> it's a technical term. Poppy out things. Not about I can't. That life. I can't do. I'm not about that life. You're exactly right. Um. But it was kind of, you know, so we see kind of this this uh, reunion between uh, Chanel number five and Chanel, and Chanel accuses her of, like, throwing her, getting her thrown in jail and whatnot, and uh, sends Chanel number five to continue. Uh, and this is what, Chanel, walk away, Chanel number five. Yeah. Walk away. I think that if you're at that point where you can't stand each other anymore, what are what are you trying to say? Like walk away. Yeah. Like I know. I think that the only thing holding her back in that specific situation was the door of the explore thing. And who the heck thinks of that? I literally was like, what the frick? Like as soon as I heard that, I was like, what? Oh, it grossed you know, me out. I, same here. I'd be like, I would do. I would light the candles. I, that was me. I'd go light those candles. Yeah. Like, okay. Oh my gosh, it was yeah. too much. My computer's dying. So if I go off live chat, I'm sorry. Um, so, and we, we get a death this episode because even when they were, we thought the devil was going to get captured, but the devil did not get captured. They did not find Zayday. Um, but we did get the death with Dodger and, um, yeah, no more Eiffel Towers for <laughs> Chanel I love how five. in the middle of the maze, they're like, you have to choose now. <laughs> like, but just get safe first, maybe. Just yeah. be safe. No? Okay. Yeah, choose yeah. right now. Yeah, no, it was, uh, the, and, and then the fact that the maze was, it was just like fall and then snow. I loved like, it. Like running through snow. Oh, so the shining. It was so good. It, it was really, really awesome. So we lost him. Uh, Chanel number five is back. And then all of a sudden, Zayday shows up and busts through, uh, during this, this meeting or the vote. Because Chanel, number one, calls a vote to... Because she's just, like, tired of it. She's like, we're just going to call a vote. And Zayde shows up and is like, no, we're not going to call this vote because uh, this is what just happened to me. The Red Devil has a crush on me. Very Phantom of the Opera, by the way. So I was <laughs> That's just, what yeah. it reminded me of. So Phantom of the Opera. Like, great very, point. like, Buffalo Bill mixed with some Phantom of the Opera. I was like, what is this creepy? And then she, I thought for sure she was going to go for it. I'm like, this show would. She would be, like, fall in love with the Red Devil. <laughs> and she stabbed him in the hand with a fork. I was laughing so hard. That's good. I love how, like, like before when they're, like, in the... Trying to do the Zayday rescue mission... People were like drinking the wine that was set on the table. I, I think a couple different characters picked it up and drank it, like wh- just randomly in the scene in the background. And so I was like, great. "That is awesome!" Like, and I'm, I wonder if that was written in or if they just were like. Denise is still she's the great fave. Uh, yeah. Like this episode, she's the fa- she's like, "Hold on, hold on," about to tell her that she's still in there with the Red Devil. Like, <laughs> takes some gulps of wine and she's like, "Okay, she's still in there." With the Red Devil. <laughs> like, Denise, you go. Denise is is probably one of my favorites. So the Zayday, so Zayday's back, and then we see Grace uh, come back, and she kind of confirms Zayday's story. The Red Devil uh, is on the loose still; that that is his lair. But this, I don't know. I just feel like these guys go about the wrong way all the time. Like nobody ever like. Like, this is why I think Grace's dad is in on it because he keeps saying he's calling the police or he's like doing stuff and, and then away. nothing happens. Yeah, totally. Mm. Or they pan away from it and then it just drops it and they never, like, you never see police show up. You never, mm. you're totally right. Yeah. I'm like, there's something fishy about that. And you're hooking up with Gigi and now we know officially that Gigi is bad Yeah. because we see her walking, which I honestly, I thought Gigi was going to get it. I thought she was going to get it at the end of this episode that we we're going to have two deaths, but no. 
she is controlling the Red Devil, who I do think is Boone. I don't know. I think there's a couple of them. <laughs> and I think that the re- the reason why... Because at the very end, you know how she goes, it got too close, or he needs to go, or something. I think that, like, a theory behind that is maybe the Red Devil that was, like, um, courting Zayde is yeah. a different Red Devil than the Red <laughs> Devil she met with. Yeah. So I think maybe that, like, that is he and he has got to go, the the Red Devil that has a crush on Zayde because it came too close tonight because Zayde got away. Wait, yeah. do you think then the if the Red Devil that has a crush on Zayde is the is the, the frat boy that has a crush on Zayde? The, the, the hot accent. British accent yes. guy? I, that's kind of what I was, I don't, I mean, it could be, it could, this whole thing could end up being like a joke about, yeah. like the fraternity could be playing a joke on the school. <laughs> Killed people's a joke. He like, really has arms! Exactly, like, it wouldn't, that wouldn't surprise me, but I think that maybe that could be what she was talking about, like, oh, it got too close. I don't know. Is there anything else from this, this episode that we're missing, like major kind of story things? Anybody? I loved, oh, right, so Matt Collins says, I loved all the classic horror movie references in this episode there are some from Silence of the Lambs mm-hmm. that, I love the ones from Silence of the Lambs the yeah. and, yeah. The, and also like the whole tunnel was Zayde at the bottom of yeah, it yeah yeah Buffalo Bill he oh, drops yeah. the he, and, the, and yeah. the dog cause the, he even was holding the dog yeah um, so good Exorcist 3 some saw The Shining so many references oh yeah the saw there were some saw references yeah. in there oh uh, we have Brian uh, Grow gives us a death update Bathtub Lady Chanel number 2 Mrs. Mm. Bean uh, Daff Taylor Swift Shondell, Coney, and Dodger, heartbroken. That Dodger R.I.P. Yeah. Pour one out. I will also, how crazy is it that <clears throat> we're in episode five, and that's a huge number of deaths for five episodes in. And I think I heard that like there was supposed to be a death every episode, but we did not have a death last episode. I don't think we did. I don't think we did. Yep. Uh, didn't the lady in the trailer die? Oh yeah. Okay. She did. So yeah, and apparently that was the scariest thing of this entire show so far. That was the yeah. grossest episode. The whole sticking in the lit. Oh yeah, yeah, I just like that was the only thing so far this episode that I've been like, mm, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. Like th- when they were banging on a trailer. And they claim that next week in the preview that it's going to be the most, the like, biggest death. Yeah. The, yeah, the biggest death. So like yeah. the biggest character death. Um, who yeah. do you guys think? Well, that's just I because I, I think we got everything. Is there anything we're missing, you guys? Oh, Oakland nachos. They're chips with. Chocolate sauce. If you're curious <laughs> out there, Oakland oh, I nachos. I didn't know Oakland nachos are the chips with the chocolate sauce. Because remember when they were in that gas station oh. and she bought chips and she was kept buying chocolate sauce and she's like, "What kind of sauce do you want? Chocolate." Duh. And they were making Oakland. Nachos. Oh, it was like Doritos with yeah. chocolate sauce yep. on it. Yep. I'm gonna make some Oakland nachos. I don't think you should. I don't think you should. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> that sounds disgusting. I'm gonna, we're gonna try it next no. week, you guys. We're gonna try Oakland nachos. Oh, so wow. get ready. You're going to try it. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, we will observe. In you. two weeks, when I am back from my maid of honor duties, we will try, I will try Oakland nachos. I will bring it in studio and we will try it. Oakland and I will nachos. expect all of you to try it and hopefully we'll have uh, Chad, Chad phone in. Um, let's dive into predictions, you guys. I feel like it's about that time. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I just heard a, a beep, but um, oh, candle vlogger will die soon. And now, oh, I hope you're after Buzz TV predictions. Alright. The British dude's name is Earl Grey. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I love that. Some little Earl Grey tea. <laughs> Dennis. Okay, you guys' predictions. Um, again. And along with your predictions, favorite Chanelism or Chadism or just characterism of the, <laughs> of the episode? Uh, my prediction is just kind of like what I said. I think that the person that um, <gasps> she said he needs to get or he has to go is the other Red Devil. So, I think that multiple Red Devils are in this episode and I think that the one courting Zayde is going to be killed off whoever that red devil may be Earl Grey 
Um, hopefully not Earl Grey because I like him. And then I think my favorite quote was, so sorry, both Fergies are coming. God, Chanel. <laughs> was so good. And I'm going to disagree with you and say that uh, Grease's dad is not in on it. Ooh. But when he figures out Gigi's role in it all, um, he'll be so upset and like lose it in a way that I feel like will be really interesting to see. So I hope that happens in the next few episodes once he sees kind of Gigi's <coughs> uh, stock in it all. I think we're probably going to lose next week. I think we're gonna lose. Um, I think we're gonna lose a Chanel. Ooh, which One, Chanel? I think we might lose Chanel. Num- I mean, I just feel so bad for Chanel number five. She just needs to be like peace out. Um, yeah. They're so mean to her. Um, no, you know who we might lose? We might lose the candle blogger. Yeah, that's a popular one. Yeah. I've been seeing that on Twitter. Yeah. I hope not. <laughs> You're like, I love she her. She keeps things interesting. <laughs> Someone says, if Denise dies. Oh, same here. If Denise freaking dies, I'm out. done. I'm, I'm out, guys. <laughs> and the, the, this is my last week if the, Denise dies. The, this, will, this will throw me over the edge. Denise de, Denise dying, Chad dying. Denise Boone actually dying. Boone, yeah. yes. Oh, that, Three things that cannot happen. Nope. Yeah. Um, let's see. Who? Okay, when we have some predictions here, I feel that... Uh, R2-D2, R2-D2, D-Best, uh, 2-D best. Uh, I feel that either number five or Gigi will die soon. Also, I have a feeling the British dude might sacrifice himself to save Zayday. Oh, that would be so cute. That would be adorable. Earl Grey and Zayday? Earl Day. Earl Day! Zay Grey. I like Earl Day. I like Earl Day. Hashtag Earl Day. Hashtag Earl Day. Okay, and then Absent TV Pro, Candle Blogger is helping, LOL. I think... Oh, wait. A lot just happened. I think Gigi is talking about Grace's reporter guy. He's getting too close. Number five needs to oh, go. She's, she is the weak acting link. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you know what I did hear about these scripts, though, when I when I talked to Glenn? He says that they get these so quickly. And, like, the fact that, like, the dialogue is so fast and it's so involved. Like, he was, like, giving major props to, like, Emma Roberts because I was, like, telling him. I was, like, oh, your speeches are so funny. Like, you know, and you, you say so much. And he's, like, we get those so quickly. And they have to memorize and be off book, like, every yeah. week, like, just to shoot and stuff. Um, I feel like that's the Ryan Murphy way. Yeah. With Glee, it was a similar deal where it would they have to be off book very, very quickly. And- yeah. But I think that the bigger challenge on Glee was the music. But this, the speeches are insane. Ooh, somebody thinks Grace might be the killer. Ooh. Well, that would be some sh- stuff. Well, that well, would I make mean, her character more interesting. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> for reach, it really I was, I was gonna boring. say though, like she's the eyes of the audience. I think she once is. you have the killer, she's the killer. If she was the killer, that would be such a crazy twist to have. Essentially, the person who's like. The eyes and ears of the audience become the killer. Do you know what else is interesting? Is that Chanel hasn't been in the same, like, room as the Red Devil. We haven't seen Chanel in a Red Devil that I can remember in the same room. Yeah, we have. When? When she was, um, at, like, her vanity. I don't know what she was, like, what she was doing, but the Red Devil came up behind her. Did he? I thought. I don't remember. We'll have I have to go back I and check. Like, in my head, it, I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of all of this, Chanel was the Red Devil. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised. Hmm. I don't know. Dean Mitch was like kind of MIA this episode too. Yeah, Dean Munch was yeah. for Munch. sure. Sorry, not Mitch. Munch. I my throat. Like I'm literally. Know, <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry, like, guys. Like I'm like I'm gonna lose my voice completely very very soon. Okay, so anything else? Anything you guys have seen on social media you want to throw out? 
think that was pretty much yeah. it. Okay. Right. Well, um, where can we find you guys until next week? Um, uh, at Stephanie Wenger. <laughs> at Jamie S. Elias. And you guys can find me at Keaton Markey. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 